Sup, Ash? Hi, Ames. How are you? Well, it's Friday. Yes, it is. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it is. It's been a really, really, really crappy week, yes. but uh, hubby brought us a present. I saw that. Apothic Inferno. I'm Red wine aged in whiskey barrels over 60 days. He knows me. He loves me. <laughs> I would hope that he did, being that he's married to you. <laughs> well, 12 years. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know. Mm. <laughs> If you don't know you by now. Right. <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so I got a creepy one for us tonight. Okay. What you got? Because this is okay. your episode, doll. It is. So, um, <clears throat> when you think about horror movies, what mm-hmm. is one of the creepiest things you could think about being in a horror movie? A child doing something weird. Like when, in the omen, when day, when... It, yeah, Damien. Damien. Well, Damien's just creepy altogether. Or Reagan from The Exorcist. Um, um, Children of the Corn. Yeah, Children of the Corn. I mean, okay. we could go on and on and well, on. But yeah, you know, I bring up Children of the Corn. Uh, this little thing I done found in my research journey uh, involves children. Okay. Specifically, they are what's called black-eyed children or black-eyed kids. Okay, um, so when you say black-eyed kids, are we talking about, like, do they look like the demons from Supernatural? Yes. Okay. Um, they are, well, I'm just going to read to you, because I've got several uh, sources sitting up here in front of me. Okay. Um, and a couple of the ones, my main ones, are Reddit and Wikipedia. Okay. And uh, Thought Catalog, as well as I've watched some YouTube videos. I've listened to some other podcasts, uh, specifically Lights Out podcast. Um, of course, you know, I listen to all sorts of paranormal podcasts. So it's hard to name some. Every one of them's talked about black-eyed children at least once that I've listened to. Anyway, okay. uh, reading from re- Wikipedia, black-eyed children are defined as an American contemporary legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16, described as having pale skin and solid black eyes who are reportedly seen either hitchhiking or panhandling, or they are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. Um, now... Tales of these black-eyed children have existed since the 1980s, but most sources indicate that the legend originated from 1996 postings written by Texas reporter Brian Bethel on a ghost-related mailing list. You know, back in the day, 90s, you know, online forums really weren't a thing. Reddit wasn't a thing. Right. So he's uh, related to alleged encounters with black-eyed kids. He describes encountering two in Abilene, Texas in 1996 and claims that a second person had a similar unrelated encounter in Portland, Oregon. So it's not secluded to one place. Not secluded to one place. They're all over the place. Um, They typically regard this as classic examples of what they call creepypasta, which, you know, are creepy stories. Slender Man is a big example. It's an online (laughs) urban legend that started online. Right. But it's gained popularity. There's been FAQs published. Um, He, back in 2012, he told the story on TV series Monsters and Mysteries in America, which I've actually seen that episode. This is kind of what introduced me to the idea of Black Eyed Kids. Okay. Okay. And he also wrote follow-up articles for the Abilene Reporter News describing his experience and maintaining his belief that it was legitimate. Um, There's also a horror film 
called Black Eyed Kids that was produced um, with Kickstarter funding back in 2012. Its director commented that the creepy children were an urban legend that's been floating around on the internet for years now. He thought it was fascinating. Um, back in 2013, there was an episode of MSN's Weekly Strange that fe- featured reports of black-eyed children, and it's thought to have had helped spread the legend. Um, back in 2014, the Daily Star, which is a British tabloid, ran three front-page stories about alleged sightings of black-eyed children there, connected to the sale of a supposedly haunted pub back in Staffordshire. Now, this paper claimed that a shock rise in sightings around the world um alleged sightings have been taken seriously by ghost hunters some of whom believe black-eyed children may possibly be extraterrestrials vampires or possibly ghosts um and it's it is weird black-eyed children are creepy if you look up a picture just imagine a small kid between the ages of 16 their eyes are solid black you see no pupil no nothing it's just black a void where their eyes should be I don't think that I would be picking up a kid that looked like that. I would just say, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do oh, for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you I'm going to read you a couple of stories. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to find his story so I can read it to you. Um, now, Brian Bethel, again, was one of the first people to document having met these black-eyed children in real life. Um, I'm currently reading from rare.us with for an article about the black eyed children okay. it goes brian bethel again was one of the first people to document having met them he published this transcription of the event on his blog back in 1998 um he stays around 9 30 p.m january 16 1998 he left his apartment in abilene texas for the Dropbox to go pay his internet bill um, while he was there, he stopped at the Dollar Movie Theater next to a service provider's building so he could um, use the light to write out his check, as you did back in the day because we didn't have debit cards. Right. As he did this, he got a knock on the window and saw two young boys um, standing outside of his car, and he kind of placed their age between 10 and 14 years old. He stated that the first boy was slightly taller than the other one, wearing a pullover hooded shirt with a sort of gray check pattern and jeans. He couldn't see what kind of shoes he had on, but the kid's skin was kind of olive colored and he had curly medium length brown hair. He kind of seemed like he knew what he was doing. This kid had some confidence to him. The second one was pale and had freckles, and his primary characteristic seemed that, you know, he was kind of nervous. Um, he was dressed kind of similar to the older boy, but his hoodie was kind of a light green color, and his hair was sort of kind of pale red, pale orange. They didn't appear to really be related to each other. Okay. Anyway, he said that he kind of knew something was up, and he just felt a sense of unease, a sense of fear. The first boy began to tell him that they needed his his help. They wanted to see the new Mortal Kombat movie, but forgot their money. But instead of asking him for the money itself, the boy asked him for a lift to their house to go get it. He said he was kind of nervous and hesitant as the first boy tried to talk him into it, saying things like, come on, mister, we just want to go to our house and we're just two little boys. Or, come on, mister, let us in. We can't get in your car until you do, you know. Just let us in. We'll be gone before you know it. We'll go to our mother's house. And then he says that while this is happening, he found himself unlocking his door without realizing it and as if instructed by this kid to do it. 
After catching his hands, he looks back at the kids and kind of has a new perspective of them. And that's when he realized that their eyes were solid black. No sclera, no iris, no pupil, just black. And at that point, he said that the boy, the second one that was there with them, just was there silent while the first boy started threatening him. We're not going to hurt you, but you have to let us in. We don't have a gun. Who tells a person that they don't have a gun? Or trying to get them to let you in the car instead of just asking for money. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, Bethel, according to him, he kind of felt like the boy was implying that they didn't need guns. He started pulling at the door and demanding to be let in. And somehow Bethel managed to push his car into reverse and speed home, leaving those boys behind him. He looked back in the river mirror and didn't see anybody there. Those kids were gone. Wow. Yeah. So do they have to be let in for them to do anything? I'm assuming so. Most every story that I've heard um, pertaining to the black eye kids, that if they show up asking to be let in, you just kind of get this uneasy kind of feeling. Uh-huh. Like, you really like shouldn't. something's not right. Like, something's not right, and yeah. something bad's going to happen to you if you let them in wherever it is that you're asking. They're asking to be let into it. It's your car, your house, whatever. But the main kind of thing is that they're these young kids. They show up out of nowhere demanding to be let in for whatever reason. They need to use your phone. They need a ride. They need help or something. But they are constantly demanding to be let in. Right. Now, to me, it kind of harkens to vampires. Now, we all know, I don't think vampires are real. But one of I the I think lures, that there are energy vampires, which suck out your energy, but I don't believe no, that yeah. they're, they're, they're like vampires, vampires that drink but it's blood. Like, you know, but when you go back to thinking about the lore, what is it about a vampire? They're always demanding to be let in. They cannot come in unless you invite them. Right. They have to be invited in. And every exactly. story about a vampire that I've ever read or seen a movie or TV series about, they always have to be let in. They cannot oh, yeah. just walk in anywhere. Oh, yeah. They have to be invited. Yeah. Well, nobody knows what these kids are. Um, the people that have claimed That's to weird. have seen them, they swear these kids are legit. But again, not everybody's convinced. Which, I mean, who isn't on most things? Right. You know? Um, right. So there's a theory concerning their origins, and it's kind of weird. Okay. And this comes from a book called Your Haunted Lives, The Black-Eyed Kids. According to this legend, the kids may be something called Otkun, or spoken in ancient Iroquois Indian legends. Mm-hmm. Um, the Iroquois Indians believed a, a dark power called the Otkun that could take over children and an evil one who would mate with human females to produce black-eyed, chalky-skinned children. These children were killed by the tribe soon after birth and burned to stop them from resurrecting. Children wandering alone in the woods could also be taken over by Otkon and would be reemerge with black eyes and pale skin acting nervously while repeating themselves over and over. Their goal was to destroy the tribe and affect all of the people with the Otkon. Now that's an Iroquois legend. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that this could have stemmed from that legend they've always kind of been around but this is a purely kind of american legend you know what i mean most legends you hear about they've come across the sea from people immigrating they bring their legends with them but to me this is the first one that i've kind of well maybe not the first one but it's kind of one of the most readily talked about 
okay. that kind of originates here in a way. Um, now, do with the reports and stuff, do they all seem like that they look the same? No, not all they, the kids look the same. Because um, I was going to say One of the that things kind of- is that they're most commonly described as wearing dated kind of clothing or dressing in a manner that's not typical for a normal child of their age for that time okay. period. Um, they always ask you for something. It's always something that involves being in kind of close quarters with you. They'll ask for a ride, ask you to use your phone, things like that. There are no reported stories, though, of what happens when you let a black-eyed kid into your vehicle or home. All the stories come from people whose eerie feelings made them flee from the children. However, I have heard one story okay. about a couple that did let them in their home. And what happened? Um... Oh, you got me now. I want to know what happens now. when you let him in. All right, let me see if I can pull it up because I've I've heard this one and it is insane. Yeah. Um, now, the reason that I asked if they were kind of if they looked alike, why you're you're finding that that um, it kind of reminds me of the cult from Australia, yeah. the family that um, the leader of that cult was Anne Hamilton burn mm-hmm. and that's who lady gaga's character in um hotel is based off of where this woman basically had adopted like 20 something kids yeah i don't know the exact number and she all they she bleached their hair and made them oh, all so children dress of the corn, huh? so this was you know kind so that's what i was asking because it's kind of like it kind of reminded me of that a little bit because it's like if they all looked alike because yeah. you know the family that cult is based on superior race, and she was trying to raise these people to well, be. Well, I don't the think it has race. anything to do really with the black eyed children. I can see how it kind of yeah. would make you think of it. Yeah. Um, it just, anyway, it I'm gonna read <laughs> this um, this account to okay. you. Yeah, I want to know what happens when you let them in. So there's. I'm just gonna read this article. This is actually a 2016 article from was it 2016 hang on yes this is from a uh news article from the website week and weird um it was published on january 28 2016 so i'm gonna read this it's called i let the black eyed children in my house okay so this person says let me start by saying i know how hard this will all be to believe but now that things have taken a turn for the worse i started looking for stories that were similar to mine Um, I feel like I should share this story with someone and this seems to be the right place. This person goes on to say, I made the mistake of letting the black eyed kids inside and now I'm worried that I might die because of it. I hope this will be a warning to everyone who's ever in the position to make the same mistake that I did. This person um, lived just outside of a rural town in Vermont. It's kind of a tight knit community where everyone knows everyone and people don't typically lock their doors at night. Never been any need to. They all felt safe there. And this person says that a little over a year ago, they woke up because they heard a loud bang on their front door. At the time, their husband and she lived in a small home on a dirt road just off the rural route into town. It was the middle of a snowstorm and the nearby hills get kind of slippery. So she thought someone might have been in an accident and broken down because it's happened before. Mm -hmm. She says, when I looked out the window, I could see that. Our motion light spotlight was on. I could see that there were footprints in the snow that had come from our road into our driveway, but there was no car anywhere. The snow was still covering the road, and no one had driven on it for at least a couple of hours. Our front door was obscured from the window, but I could see that someone was standing there. 
I wasn't sure what to think, so I woke my husband up just to feel safer. I was telling him what was going on. The banging on the door started again, and my husband went to answer it while I stood in the hallway. When he opened the door, there were two children standing in the snow looking toward the ground. They were a boy and a girl and could not have been no more than eight years old. They were dressed strangely and kind of had odd haircuts. The girl's hair was very long and straight, and the boy had a dated haircut that looked almost like a bowl cut. They weren't dressed for winter, and my first thought was that they might have been Mennonite children, but as far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. Okay. She goes to say that thinking back on it now that her normal reaction to seeing children in a snowstorm would have been to rush them inside and bundle them up with some blankets and hot chocolate, but that's not how she felt. The children themselves were very unnerving. They would not make eye contact, and when her husband asked them if everything was okay, they asked if they could come in. My husband looked at me like, what do I do now? And I asked the kids where their parents were. They'll be here soon, is all they said. She said that it was around 2 o'clock in the morning at this point, so the only reasonable thought in her head was that there must have been an accident or these kids got lost. So her, as much as her instincts were telling her not to bring them inside, she did it anyway. She went into the kitchen to make them some hot chocolate while her husband took them into the living room. She says, while I was fixing the kettle, I could hear my husband talking to them. He was asking them if they were okay, where they came from, how far they walked, if their parents' car was broken down. You know, things that you're normally going to ask people that that show up on your doorstep in the middle of a night in a snowstorm. Right. But all they would answer with, our parents will be here soon. They spoke in kind of like a sing-song voice, like they weren't even afraid to be in a stranger's home. Okay, now normally a kid, you would think be a if they kind of get stranded in the middle of the night, right, you're in they're a gonna be scared. House, you're you're gonna be a little bit nervous. Okay, right. Anyway, this woman says that she started to notice that the four cats that they had were all hiding except the one named Pigeon who was in the kitchen with her. Normally, her cats are very curious and friendly, and she says they have to be careful that they don't run out the door whenever they leave. This time, none of them even tried to see who was there, which she thought was kind of strange. All the hair on the cat's neck was standing up. His tail was puffed up while he was looking in the living room. She went down to pet him and see what was wrong. He kind of hissed and started growling and back up until he hid himself under the kitchen island. She said she'd never seen her cat act that way before. Okay. So then she goes on to say, when I walked back into the living room, the kids were sitting on the couch as still as can be, but my husband was holding his head in his hands. I asked him what was wrong. He just said that he felt very dizzy all of a sudden, but that he was fine. She says she turned back to the children to give them their cocoa, but when they looked up at her, it just took her breath away. It took everything in her not to drop the mugs and run. They looked at me. Their eyes were completely black. There were no whites, just giant black pupils. She says when she saw that she was scared, when she saw that they saw that she was scared, they stood up and asked if they could use the bathroom. She tried to, you know, keep her composure as much as she could and showed them down the hall. They went into the bathroom together and then she worried, hurried back to her husband to ask him if he had seen their eyes too. He had seen them too and said that it looked like his brother's badly bruised eyes after a car accident. Uh, She says, we were in the middle of talking about these children and whose children they could be when her husband's nose started to bleed. He'd never had nosebleeds as long as she had known him. She just knew inside herself that this had something to do with these kids in the bathroom. And she started crying while I ran to get my husband some tissues. Right. Okay. She says, that's when the power went out. 
She heard her husband yell her name from the living room, and as she started to walk back through the hallway, she stopped dead in her tracks. The two children were standing at the end of the hallway. They weren't moving, and she's never been so scared in her entire life. They just stood there in the dark. After what felt like forever, the boy said, Our parents are here, and they walked to the door, opened it, and walked out, leaving it wide open. Her husband jumped up to go close it and almost fell over. They looked out the window and saw two men standing by a black car idling at the end of their driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and they were very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into the car, and drove off. Our power came back on about a half hour later, but nothing was the same after that. Okay. This lady then says, over the next few months, three of their cats went missing. They can only assume that they ran away somewhere and never came back, but the worst thing was coming home to find the one named Pigeon in a puddle of blood on the (gasps) living room floor. He looked like he'd been vomiting blood. The vet had told them that he had some kind of strange hemorrhage. After that, her husband's nosebleeds became a regular occurrence, and so they went to the doctor. He didn't know what to make of it other than dry nasal passages, but my husband was diagnosed with an aggressive skin cancer. When the doctor asked us if he used tanning beds, we both thought he was joking, but apparently this kind of melanoma is linked to overuse of indoor tanning. The doctors think he will recover, but don't understand how it got so bad so quickly. My husband has never worked an outdoor job and spends relatively little time in the sun. She says, since we let the black-eyed kids inside of our home, I've also suffered from regular dizzy spells and nosebleeds on a regular basis. I've had other issues, which I won't mention here, but trust me when I say that I'm suddenly in the worst condition of my life and no one can do anything about it. I know that all this is because of the black-eyed children came into my home. We've told everyone we could about the strange kids that showed up that night, but no one else saw them, and some laugh at how scared we were of the, and I quote, Mennonite kids, but we know what we saw. And I wish my husband had never opened that door. So that is one person's wow. account of what happens when you let the black-eyed children in your home. Wow. And that's the only story I've ever heard. Now, to play kind of devil's advocate, do you think that somebody could have made that up? Oh, yeah. I think it's obviously that somebody could have made it up. Yeah. However... Again, devil's advocate. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, you that's know. what we That's what we do. I mean, devil's advocate. <laughs> How do you, um, I mean, yeah, this could be somebody's completely made up story and none of this could have ever happened. But at the same time, if this is a real story mm-hmm. and if these are actual real people, mm-hmm. how do you explain a person having a kind of skin cancer that comes really from indoor tanning they've never tanned this is an older person they have never really worked outside they protect their skin they're getting that kind of cancer that's usually caused by that or this woman having her own kind of you know health issues and everything kind of like reaction to some kind of radiation and then you have to think about the men that came to get those kids what do you think of of tall men in black suits in a dark car here come the men in black. Yeah. What if these black-eyed kids, what if they're not ghosts? What if they're not vampires? What if they're human-alien hybrids? Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, it gets weird, guys. Will you, Smith just walked up to you with the, with the remote. Right? <laughs> some of these things that I find get extremely weird. Okay? I mean, it gets really really weird um 
here's a story because now i'm on thought catalog and here's another story that i've read now a lot of these stories from thought catalog will get gathered from different things usually they come from reddit okay um this one here is the fourth story on this list and it says on march 17 2008 this person said they had their one and only encounter with a black-eyed kid before their experience they had never heard of anything having to do with them this person was 12 at the time they say they were sitting outside of a hairdresser's in an old Chevy pickup waiting for his mom to get her hair cut. After about 15 minutes had passed, they saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of the parked car I was in. At first, I thought I recognized him as one of my friends from school, so I banged on the front windshield until he looked my way. It wasn't anybody I knew or recognized. At this point, I wasn't scared. Not yet. The boy walked over to the side of my car and just stares at me. I think... To let me get a good look at his eyes. To freak me out. Let me tell you, if you've never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils black as the night sky. The boy whispers to me, you must let me in. And then I lock the car doors and duck down into the space below the seats. Five minutes later, he was gone. When my mother got into the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had come into the hairdressers, had insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car, and she refused. Um, this person's screen name was Big Taco One Two Three on Reddit. So it's kind of weird. Um, another one says that they had an experience back in early of 2010. They were walking home from work and found themselves escorting a young lady to their car. She asked me to escort her and hoping I'd talk her into a drink or two, um, or possibly get her number. He did it. So he said he wasn't gonna lie. He thought that the girl was kind of hot. But she looked scared, so he walked with her and was trying to at least coax out of her what she was so worried about. She would only comment to him about some really creepy-looking kids who were following her. Being that they were in downtown Seattle, this could amount to pretty much anybody. anything. Anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so they kept walking and talking, and he kept looking behind them to see if these kids were following, but nothing popped up out of the ordinary. At that point, she grabs his arm really hard and whispered, that's them. They're about a half a block in front of them, just standing there and looking at her. So this guy says, I do the prudent thing, which was to cross the street. I make sure I lock eyes with the big one. And I keep in mind, once I get the lady to her car, that I'd give them an earful about being a couple of little shits for scaring a lone woman in a metropolitan area. Right. I didn't get scared or anything, but I did notice something strange. They didn't break eye contact with me. Mind you, I don't look like the kind of guy you want to fuck with. Honestly, it's an unconscious front since I'm a bit shy. My look kind of reminds people of like a bouncer. Anyway, he says, people break eye contact with me constantly. These two kids didn't. That was a red flag for me. I finally got this woman to her car. She said thanks. I made sure to tell her where the local police station is just down the street. Uh-huh. He said, but it just freaked him out that these kids just wouldn't break eye, wouldn't break eye contact. They just stood there staring. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, if you look like a bouncer, you've either got to be muscular or just really big, one or the other. You know what I mean? If you, if, like you said, he described himself as like a bouncer, his look. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Those kids, especially if they don't know you and they see a man that size, they're not going to, they're going to be wanting to go the opposite way. They're not going to want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if the kid doesn't know you. Exactly. But, um, I just think that black-eyed children are just creepy because, I mean, it's like, you think about it, they look like normal, normal people, normal kids. And 
then when you really get a good look at them, they're not. I mean, yeah, I've never really, outside of Supernatural, I've ner- never heard of anybody just having solid black eyes. And never heard, unless, you know, their contacts are dressing up for a Halloween party right. for like a character or something. Right. Um, and please, if you have kids, don't have them dress up as the black oh God. children. I think the worst thing is when you dress them up in all black, uh, like those morph suits and make them into shadows. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But um, there's not really too, too much about the black eyed children. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much what I've read is pretty much all there is. Mm-hmm. But to me, what could they be? You know what I mean? What what could these creepy little kids be? Just the fact of that you only have one account of where somebody's actually let them in. And it may or may not be a true story. Right. Because, again, it didn't name no names. It didn't name the actual place where it happened. Which, I mean, I can understand you want to kind of protect, protect your, your privacy. privacy and everything. But, I mean, where how can you fact check it if you don't have that information it's just another story on the internet that may or may not be true right um so to me it's like well i've only got this one account really of somebody actually letting a black-eyed child in um most every story that you read about the black-eyed children that you can pull up on there and all have the same elements they Mm want to be let into your car they want to use your phone you get freaked out you see their eyes you jet i mean only story we have of where they could actually be proof of what happens there's no proof right there's no way to verify it there's no way to fact check it so it kind of makes me weird but i just find it a little bit weird you know what i mean yeah i mean it's a cool story even if it's completely made up or if it's real whichever one it's cool story i know but it's like you know (laughs) other than the iroquois legend yeah you don't really hear anything about any kind of black-eyed kids really before 1996 1998 Mm -hmm. that kind of thing so it's relatively a new kind of phenomenon or a relatively new kind of legend i'm gonna dump it in along the lines of it's a legend because again before the 90s you really don't have any kind of history of it really right you know yeah you have some older indian legends yeah but i don't think that they really correlate you know what I mean? And good job, Ash. <laughs> I didn't even touch it. It's the ghosts. Anyway, so Ashley's just going to have to hold her microphone. Um, anyway, because we're, we're going to be about done before too long because we're at 30 minutes on this. I like it. Okay. So mine's going to be a relatively short one. That's right. So, I mean, I don't really have too much on it. That's right. Um, I've kind of stopped really i kind of stopped really researching this in the middle of it because um i i'm gearing up for our kind of halloween episode so so let's talk about halloween a little bit yeah um so we have (laughs) some really good episodes coming up for halloween oh god we've already recorded one and it is fantastic insane insane fantastic it's like good and I tell you, it's long. It's long. Hey, sometimes when we get on these topics, we I, we just can't shut up. I okay? can't wait for mine for October because the one that we're doing for my episode for October, mm-hmm. it's a joint effort 
because I know it's awesome. it's so awesome and I cannot wait to share it with y'all I've got EVPs lined up I've got stories I've got oh I've got so much I have a whole like I have a folder like that thick of information and I'm so excited about it I love it so it's gonna be a great one yeah and yay. like I said it's this one kind of suffered because I got hey. sucked down the rabbit hole with that <laughs> one but um it happens but this wasn't I don't think this was bad I think that you know it's kind of cool to get those kind of stories I mean well, not every not every podcast we do can be really really long no um, it, it can't and that's fine um but yeah we have really good episodes getting ready to come out in october yes. um we got some actually all, after our hiatus comes up we have um some that we're going to be recording in the meantime and we've got some cool stuff coming up and one i'm really 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 excited for we're going to have a guest for i'm really excited for that one are we do Can i know we? about this yes you do know about this okay so because i um you know you just can't think of it right now we uh we may have one for a serial killer too yeah well we, we, we may have a couple we got things lined up we got we got we works. got some really cool stuff lined up so stay um, tuned yes and Very please excited. again do not dress your kids up Very as black eyed children for halloween please don't that will terrify the please shit out don't. of me um because so. just the pictures that you see where people have you like edited and stuff it, they're really creepy yeah they're and really can, creepy can i just point out to parents as well just because they may cancel trick-or-treating does not mean that you have to cancel Halloween altogether. You can do stuff without going trick or treating. You You're can really do upset about that. I, I just feel like that most kids are not going to be able to do anything for Halloween because of that. And I just feel like even if you just go buy your kid a bag of candy, put on like Halloween Town or Hocus Pocus, pop some popcorn, and have a little ghouly halloween night that's fine you can do stuff without having to actually go trick-or-treating and go to people's houses yeah i mean i'm just just throwing that out there because i've seen i saw a neat thing on facebook where somebody uh rigged up a zip line and it had yeah. candy for the kids and beer for the parents i was like my man i love it <laughs> but um but yeah i've seen a lot so many parents posting on facebook that you know halloween's canceled their kids are all upset and everything i mean who, it's who put up the notice that halloween was canceled though i've seen a lot of parents post that well a lot of parents are canceling halloween for the kids but until my town tells me that they ain't trick-or-treating hey get your costume get your bucket we're going trick-or-treating right. okay right come on you and have the parents already <laughs> canceling trick-or-treat yeah. but until the township say or wherever you live say there's no trick-or-treating keep your mouth shut man right. don't ruin it for the kids right and you know i may or may not have things planned for my babies for halloween and that's fine too you can plan stuff without having to put anybody in danger it's just gotta work smart we have feelings guys i do <laughs> halloween is very 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 important to me halloween and christmas are the two most important events of the year for me halloween is my life man so every day when, is halloween when people me. start you know talking about you know canceling halloween not doing anything for halloween and i'm sitting there like uh trick-or-treating is not all halloween is about you can do other stuff you know go buy your kids how fucking do we keep candy. turning our podcasts into psa's <laughs> i don't know but i just wanted to throw that actually out there has feelings guys uh, about halloween very very strong feelings i have strong feelings too but um very very strong anyway feelings. guys and so um I hate that this one's pretty short. 
but hey, it's okay you know i figured just gives you something to think about maybe if you want to look them up look up pic just look up pictures of them they just look creepy man i mean it's creepy. just weird and creepy do i believe that black eyed kids are real no i've never encountered one for myself right. i think it's really just mostly in urban like legend Slender, a Slender guy man? you know a a guy just wanted to get his 15 minutes of fame. He came up with an awesome story. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you can't fact check it and see if it really, really happened or not. I mean, but hey, it's an interesting story. It's an interesting thing to read about. And yeah, I'm. It, it, am I saying that they're real or not? No, I'm not. Am I saying they're aliens? Maybe. Am I saying they're vampires? I don't know. I don't believe in vampires. Um, are they ghosts? I don't. I don't know. But um. Are they ghosts of the child from the family cult? Are they ghosts of the children of the corn? (laughs) Children of the corn. Yeah. Anyway. Um, So, but I do apologize that, you know, my research kind of suffered for this one, but it's worth it. I like it. I like this. I like the story. I think it's good. I think it's cool. And I think it kind of will lead us very, very nicely into halloween you Our guys don't October know month. you just know the two we have planned <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen in october guys <laughs> i'm excited anyway so thank you guys for joining us tonight um yes. we are going to go and watch the boys with wayne and the hubby and <laughs> okay. have a couple drinks and we're gonna enjoy the weekend so thank you guys um be sure to share us with your friends. Like, follow us on yeah. Facebook, which is Be Like Podcast, uh, Spotify, <laughs> Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. You know how to find us, guys. I love so, it. Thank you, and we will see you guys on our next episode. Stay creepy. Be weird, guys. This episode of Witches Be Like Podcast was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link. It was produced by the boys of Master POS Theater. If you want to get in touch with us, you got an idea, you have a theory, you just want to talk, you can hit us up on Facebook at Witches Be Like Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Witches Be or drop us a line on our email at witchesbelikepod at gmail.com. You can find our podcast Anywhere podcasts are sold, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and the like. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Stay spooky and always be weird.